Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm continuously saying to people I meet either locally or travelling that we have some super cool people doing insanely cool stuff in our region. My guest today on the Mark to Review and Us has been doing something you wouldn't often see anyone doing anymore, let alone in the middle of the country, away from the ocean, and all inside a backyard shed. My guest this week is building a boat. This isn't something you'd row in a pond, it's a real boat. Well over seven metres long, or 23 feet on the old scale, this is massive. I like big boats, and I cannot lie. Chris Anderson, welcome to the show. Hey Damo, how are you? Good mate, really, really great. It's huge. It is absolutely huge. Yeah, a bit off a uh, bit off a pretty big chunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's to put it lightly. All right, mate. Obviously, boat building isn't what you would usually do. No. Okay. Um, however, what we can see here now could be. What do you do for a living? Let's get start. Let's get down to that. What do you do for a real job? Um, I work out the mine. Yeah. Out there for. Well, nearly 15 years now, that's about it. Yep, so driving um, machinery? Operating equipment. Yeah. yeah. What's that like? Obviously, big things. Yeah, Th- those trucks true. are massive. The dozers are massive. Huge, yeah. Does that make you come in and do something like this? Because we're standing here in Chris's shed. We've got this boat. How high is it? Uh, it's 3.4 metres. High and long? That's oh, nine metres. Nine metres, so well over seven metres, so probably about 25, 26 feet yeah. in, in the old scale, and then you've got your trail on top of that. Yeah. So working with those big machinery, those dump trucks and, and that, that sort of thing, you know, those things carry 127 odd tonne. No, it's 300 now. 300 tonne, yeah, so they're getting bigger? There, okay. bigger yeah. It's been yeah. a long time since I've been out there. Yeah. Does that change your perspective on how big things can be? No, not really. So how's all the young fellow like you? If you're going, you're at the mine, you're, you're driving these big machines, um, digging huge holes in the ground. How do you go from that to deciding to build a boat bigger than some people's houses? Well, I'd always thought of building a boat for years. Yep. Um, I suppose I just never ever put the pen to paper and bought a kit, but um, sold the caravan a little while ago and. I thought bugger it, may as well. I started boiler making well, be 20 years ago now and started, I did all my Prevo course and stuff down south and started to study and, and give it away. And um, about halfway through this, I realised why. <laughs> I remembered. Okay. <laughs> so let's get to that part, that in a minute because uh, we have spoken and you said it, 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 and like you said, you've probably bitten off more than you can chew yeah. um, and, then, and it's taken a long time. How this has come in a kit form, is yeah, that right? Yeah, so it comes so, in plates nine meter long. Well, for this kit, it was the plates were nine meters long. Yep, um, and it's all router cut, and you just it's all held still in the plate, and you just cut the little tabs that are holding the pieces in. Yes, and um, 
Yeah, lift them out, away you go. And, and put it together. Yep. So, was this the sort of boat you're looking to build? Where did you want something this big? Where you are thinking it, about something a little bit smaller? Well, if it was just for just for fishing, I would have wouldn't have gone any more than seven meters. Yep. Um, and probably center cab or center console. Uh, but to be able to take the family out, stay out in the water for a couple of days. I designed the cabin sort of around a caravan with the dinette and drops down into a bed. Right. And um, I gave that idea to the marine architect and gave him the size of the shed and the opening size of the door. And this is what they come up with. It was a bit bigger. Right. I asked him to make it smaller. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so what, as in length or height? Length, width. It was, it was longer and it was um, 2.9 metres wide, which only left me 50 mil each side to get it in out of the roller yeah. door. So I made them drop it back to 2.7, which gives me 150 mil. So. Okay. Yeah. You said the architect, you designed it. When do you, so is that the company that makes, I, I guess, the template? So CNC? So it's, it's CNC Marine. Yeah. Yeah. Down in uh, Sandgate, I'm pretty sure that. Yeah. Um, so they don't cut the kit, they design it all. Yep. They do all the, so there's a couple, there's a marine architect or a naval architect, not sure how it is. So one designed all the cabin and, and the sheets. The other one, did they did all the modeling and testing on the computer for the, how the boat will ride and right. sink and all that sort of stuff. Okay. It took about 10, 12 weeks, I think. Yep. And then um, they send it off to Blue Scope, the plans, and turns up here a week later. So all Australian, uh, yeah, the blue scope, blue scope uh, somewhere in Brisbane. Yeah. yeah so what's it made? Is it aluminium? It's aluminium. Yeah. Yep. The whole lot. How thick? Uh, so the hull, the bottom sheets are six mil. Yep. Five oh eight three, which is a magnesium, high magnesium, sort of high tensile aluminium. Chines are six, sides are five. All the cabins four, and okay. the roofs four. So it turns up on a truck. Just all flat pack. Where do you where do you where do you begin? Is there a process, or do you just no, start going? I had a mate come around and we cut it out. It took two days for us to cut all the pieces out, and we just had them stacked up against the walls everywhere. Two days and how many cartons of beer? No, 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 beer. no beer. No, no beer. No, we just cut it all out. Got stuck into it, and then I uh, sort of obviously knew that we needed the bottom sheets out, so we laid those out in the shed floor and went from there. Yep, and then. I guess you start from the bottom up? Yeah, so you start from the bottom up, you lay it down on the floor. Um, I've got a big A3 set of plans here. You've got to jack the sides up so many millimetres and then use come-alongs. So the winches, there's two three-quarter ton winches up there. Yes. And they just pull the sides in. Yep. And it, it, it just all meets to the millimetre, like it's all precision cut. The right. CNC, and you just tack it all together and that forms your, your shape of your... Your, your bottom, the hull, and then you slide in all your stringers and frames, and which you can see here through the side here. Yes. All the stringers and the frames. Yep. Tack them all in, get it all sitting true, and start welding. And it took a month just to weld that bottom bit. Right. The inside there. So when did you start? I started in July last year. Yep. So July 2019. Yep. Um, and... Like, like how many how many hours have have you put into it? Can you I couldn't, roughly? Oh, so equal time roster, don't I? Yep. I'd probably work 
four days a week. A fortnight, sorry. Yep. On it. On the boat. Yep. Yeah. So lately, it's been every on my days off every day, yep. unless I'm not here. So probably six to eight hours a day. Wow. Yeah. And then when my wife goes to work, I come out in the shed. And <laughs> when she comes home, I leave the shed. Yeah. Yep. So when do you think you'll be finished? Uh, so hoping to have the. My plan was to have it painted by the end of November. Yep. Uh, just waiting on a new compressor to turn up, and I should have it painted by the end of next month. Yep. Right. Um, and then start the electrical, and I'm planning that that'll take me through to probably January yep. to, to do all the cabin linings, um, cushions, there's a lot, yep. you know, all those little things you don't think about. Um, and then take it down to Brisbane, get a motor and all the windows fitted in February. What sort of motor would you need to run this thing? So recommended is 300, I'm going to 350 horsepower. Yep. Um, single? Yeah, single, yep. yep. And looking at a Suzuki, the new Suzuki Duo Prop 325, yep. just depends. If I go with the 325, it'll put me over my budget. If I stick to the 300, I'll be bang on, but um, I think it'll be worth it. So. Can I ask what your budget was to build this, roughly? Uh, could have bought a unit. Okay. <laughs> are, are, are you talking about a unit at in the town. coast or no, a no, unit in town? In town. Yeah, yeah okay. not quite, but... Um, wow, so... A couple what, of cars. A couple of cars worth. Yeah. All right. But in saying that... Is it I worth it, though? Yeah, yeah, look... Um, to buy a boat this size with that motor I'm looking at out of a company in WA, I'm looking at 220 grand. Yeah. And I'm but doing it for a lot less than that. And it's the experience. Yeah, yeah. oh, it's given me something to do. It's given me something to do. Because sure. you, you used to go kart. I still do. Well, you, I haven't you, since my accident. Yep. So I haven't, haven't been to go kart for 12 months yet. But how many people can go to the boat ramp, chuck a boat in this, of this magnitude, and go, well, I build this bloody thing? I, I, yeah, I don't know of anyone. There's been a couple in yeah. town. Yeah, I didn't know about them, but um, so obviously went down to Stolzenberg's here to get some. There's a lot of stuff that needs to be bent. Yep. And um, he told me there's someone he knew in town many years ago that built an aluminium boat. Uh, there's a guy out at Proston that's building a massive fiberglass boat. I'm not sure who he was, right. but um, when I was get, picking up some other parts and from in town here, the fella said, um, yeah, they dropped some stuff out to him. And uh, yeah, big fiberglass boat. That's cool. So there's, there's a few around. Yep. Yeah. And, and like you said, you'll be able to spend a few days on the water. Well, we normally do. When, when I go out fishing with one of your mates, you know, it's usually two nights minimum. Yep. You know, we, we're, not, we're not 100 metres from the water here, so yep. we spend a couple of hours travelling to the water. We stay out for a couple of days. Might as well. Yeah. But at least, you know, you take the whole family on this and spend a couple of days. We're going to be tripping over each other and yep. plenty of room to sleep. And, so if the kids annoy you, can sort of put them down yeah, one end of the boat. And it's a lock, yep. lock up cabin, so you can just <laughs> shove them out the back and shut the door. <laughs> or if uh, your wife gets annoyed with you, she can... Uh... Yeah, lock her in the cabin. Or <laughs> I, I can fish. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so good. So what do people think? What you know, you, you, You've got neighbours all around you here, and, and of course you've, you know, you've been really uh, quite heavily uh, showing this on social media. Uh, so people can watch the progress. And, and, and I contacted you uh, probably back in March asking if I could, could yeah, have a chat yeah, to you. You yeah. said, hey, let's get a little bit more work done. Because by the, at that stage, yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty, pretty yeah, you, you, yep. you wanted to make sure it looked half like a boat. Yeah. What do people well, say? I, I started the, the page mainly to, because there's no one in Kingway to build boats, um, to sort of get away, to get ideas. Yep. 
And it's, it's actually been really helpful because there's been a couple of builders in Brisbane who are following it, who have messaged me, hey, give this a try or do this a little bit different, which hey, has been really cool. good. Yeah, it's been really good, um, especially when it comes down to, to getting everything true and that, they gave me you know, ways that they do it down in Brisbane. Yeah. You know, because this isn't, this isn't like something that's going to be on land and if it's a little bit out, it's okay, you can jigger it. You don't this want this to pull apart out. And it needs to sit right smack bang yeah. the way it should in the water because it's yeah. you know, talking about safety. So that aspect, of, you know, having those guys jump on board, yeah. I guess you've created a little community there of, of well, it's people to follow. Few, there's literally a thousand people yeah. on the page. Um, so it's, it's been pretty helpful, really helpful. Um, and they say social media causes trouble. <laughs> I, I beg to differ, and I keep telling people that that's what it's used for. That's yeah. you know to, to bring people together. Have your family or, or you know the wider community? You know, uh, do they think you're a bit strange for doing something like oh, this? Oh, my old man reckons I'm mad. <laughs> um, he, yeah, your old man who has about two million cars, Mustangs, well, and, and that sort of thing. That's where I get it from. Yeah, I grew up. Yep. the old man building cars and restoring things all the time. And, you know, spent a lot of time out in the shed as a kid with him, so it's all his fault. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and it's not just the boat. You built the trailer as well. Was that yeah, part of the, trailer, the, yeah. the, the, the plan, or no, did you just build no, that? No, I designed the trailer. Yourself? Um, so, uh, tri-axle? Yeah, I originally went, um, designed it for tandem. Yep. But I couldn't get the I-beam I wanted to build the trailer out of. Yep. Um, I had to do a mill run, so I think I had to buy 10 links. Or I could get it freighted out of WA. So the freight costs more than the aluminium. Right. So I went with RHS and uh, just copied a few designs. Yep. And um, went to the triaxle to spread the weight over to RHS. So yep. yeah, more distance. Probably didn't need to, but um, yeah, I don't think it'll break in a hurry. Yeah, you know, I've engineered it a bit. There's yeah, a, and, and there, I think it. there is a fair bit. Of, so what's the total weight of this, you know, including your trailer? Well, that's... Do you know? Yeah. Um, the hull in aluminium, there's 18, oh, 1790 in aluminium. Kilogram. In the hull, yeah. Yep. Plus your handrails and bits and pieces. Uh, the trailer aluminium, I think, what was it? There's 350 thereabouts. Yep. And by the time you add your winch, drop your wheel, all that sort of yep. stuff, you're looking 400. There's uh, 400 kilos in tyres, rims, axles, springs, hangers. The big eye beam, oh, not eye beam, the angle liner up there, yes. all the hangers are welded to. It's 400 kilos there. Yep. And then um, that's dry. Yep. Uh, electronics, winches, all that sort of stuff. Add another couple of hundred, maybe 200. The winch is quite heavy. Um, pumps. You know, there's, there's a lot left to go inside. Yeah. Motor, uh, 328 kilos. And then 450 kilos of fuel, so 600 litres of fuel in it, yep. and then 110 litres of water, so 110 kilos. Yeah, right. So, you know, you're probably going to look at about three and a half Yeah, tons. so I'm, I'm, I've built a trailer for 4.2 tonne. Yep. Um, don't know if Colorado's going to tow it yet. It, under three and a half, like the van, the caravan we had was 23 foot. Yeah. And it used to tow it fine. Yep. Um, my only worry is the sea being a bit bigger. If it went off the road, it'd pull the car off, so yes. I'm looking at upgrading the car. Took a ram for a test drive on the weekend, just got to convince the wife. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, if you can convince your wife to build a bloody big boat like this, I don't think you need to worry too much about yeah. a car as well. It's only money, remember Gee, that. Yeah, the choice. I yeah. Know, I'm, I'm <laughs> <doing it. laughs> oh, it's so good. 
What are you going to call it? That's the big thing. Because Boat to Hers... Got a name? Boat to Always Called a Her, is that correct? No, no. No, is that right? Well, the name isn't a a woman's name. Yep. Um, I had an idea. I had a graphic artist, designer, do me up a a thing. I don't know if you... Yeah, you remember the accident I had, don't you? No, can you tell us a little bit about the accident? I forgot about that. (laughs) I'll just get this out, hang on, I'll show you. So, this so, is what we use to cut the aluminium. Yes. Can you, you, so that's a carbide blade. It's like a miniature circular saw blade. Yep. Can you tell us about your accident again? Yep. Yeah, I, I forgot. That's I, it. I, this is it from this. That exact one. So um, we're using this to cut all the aluminium up and uh, cut what we needed. And when I was putting these front sheets on, this section here was about, oh, it was, it was like two, about two mil out. They didn't touch corner to corner, it sort of sat out a little bit and it was playing on my mind and annoying me overnight. Because so, it just wasn't the, quite right. Yeah, and, and I, you I wanted it to be figured, perfect. well, as I go up higher, it's, everything's going to continue to be out. So I came out in the morning and I, um, I bought an angle grinder specifically for this, a big one, big handles on it so I can yep. hang on to it. Because, like, you know, they've got a tendency to kick. They are pretty dangerous. Um, but I was just cutting off tack welds and I suppose it was a bit of complacency. Just, just tiny little tack welds and I'm just touching them really carefully. Just to, just, I didn't want to cut into the sheet, just yeah. wanted to do the tack weld. And this thing just bit and I don't even know what happened after that. It, it flew out of my hands. Uh, I lifted my hands up like that and I thought, oh Christ, that's lucky. And it had this little cuts across the top of my fingers and I had a bit of a cut in my knuckle there. I thought, I've really dodged a bullet. Yep. And I put my arms down and blood just went everywhere. Wow. So the blade had, I, I still don't know how it got me because it's come across those fingers, but then it's gone on the opposite direction. So Chris is showing us uh, with this, this blade and you can check this all out on our socials. Uh, and he has a massive scar on his left hand and it goes from the back of his arm right around uh, up to his forearm, so, what it would be. Six inches long. Yeah, thereabouts. You know, yep. it depends if you're a man or a woman looking at the, at the size of the scar. If you're a man, you probably <laughs> say it's ten inches long. But yeah, it's probably a good six inches long. Wow. So how went, didn't you cut your ha- your arm off? Well, I'm just lucky. Yeah. It went into the bone, the radial, went through the artery, cut all the tendons. Um, it was a mess, and I didn't know I'd done it. Yeah. Everything worked. Yeah. But then I put my arm down. The blood went everywhere. I thought, oh, what's going on here? Lifted my arm up. Pulled my sleeve back. Oh, so it's caught going through and this. And then my hand started to close up. <gasps> I thought, oh crap, wow. I've seen it. So in at that stage, did you think, no, I've had enough, I'm not, I'm not going to finish this off? Well, I couldn't because I had this big lump of aluminium sitting in my shed that I couldn't do anything. <laughs> so you had to finish it? I had to finish it, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and is that just because of you being stubborn or the fact that you had this program in place and you wanted to build a boat and it just had to be done? Oh, I just wanted to finish it, yeah. yeah. So, the question was, what are you going to call it? Carbide. Carbide, nice. There you go. That's a carbide blade. Yeah. yeah, just to remind you, yeah. um, every time you're on it, what yes. could not I have been. I haven't used this since, actually. No. I haven't it, touched it. I, so, and, and of course, yeah. when you were telling us, starting to tell us that story, you went deep into a toolbox that's wrapped up uh, to find out what it is. Thanks so much for uh, having a chat to us about this amazing project.
like I said, I like big boats and I cannot lie. And this is just a really cool thing to see happening here in uh, the Burnett region. And we can't wait to see it out on the water. Thanks very much for your time today. No worries, Damo. Thank you. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on our socials for all the latest photos and videos of the show. When we travel through the region, we choose to drive with our partner, Bill Old Car Centre, home to the all-new Mazda BT50. This is the Martyr Review.